Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And could get him licensed and get Recorded more live to add to what this is available to do. Yeah, if but you I get could. a ham license, you do have a much wider range of gear that you can use. A much wider mm-hmm. Uh, set of radios that you can use on a much wider set of bands than the fa- than the family radio service or the general radio service. Okay. Just, uh, okay. We're just listening thank to you. the National Liberty okay. Alliance call. Okay. Thank you, Rhonda. All right. Let's take our next Hello. caller, Ali from Colorado. Go right ahead, Ali. Hello, Terry. Hey, Terry. Good Hello. question. Uh, what is the procedures like, say, for a natural disaster like a flood? What, how does the ham radio network get set up? And then what would you envision if we did lose a grid? What grid, what the network would be set up? Well, there's several things here. You, you've asked a very broad question. Yeah. So I'll, I'll do with it as I please. Um, there are people who practice. As a matter of fact, we're having a, a fire incident over here in Netherland, which is just about 20 miles west of Boulder. Uh, it started over the weekend, and it's, it went on today through today, and it's still going on, uh, and they're trying to hold the fire back. It's, it's 0% contained yet. The, the, uh, the territory is very rugged. Well, there's been hams all day communicating traffic back and forth that they don't want to send over the official um, radios that the authorities have. And some of, some of that traffic is um, um, health and welfare and, and other of it is um, what can we do here? Can we send this camera over here? Because I want to get a, a look at what that looks like right now. HAMS provide a way to do that. And there's, um, there's a few organizations. I'll just mention a couple, and that is um, AREF, um, and there's others that are organized already and they practice a bunch of skills so that's we could tailor it to the nla's need or those those uh, organizations might want to join with us i don't know yet because i i just got started in this just a week ago so it what what can be done there's already organizations some of them might uh, dovetail and fit well with what we need. Some of them might not, but there's nets all over the United States, all over the world that go on every day that you just need to know the time and the frequency and you can listen in and if you're ham, you can actually participate in. Does that answer your question, Ollie? Yeah, and the, the last part is uh, what would you envision if the grid go down I know the hands probably have, uh, you know, a plan set up and whatever, but what, what, what would you envision would happen? How, how would it be set up if we did lose a grid? Well, let me, let me jump into this one a little bit because I have generally an idea on how we can work this out. And, and of course, uh, you know, Terry can comment on uh, uh, how logical or whatever this might be. But look, we want to build, this is why it's so important to build the Committee to Safety. And let me tell you something, everybody that's listening to my voice right now, don't think the other guy's going to do it. Every person listening, every person that's listening on the, on the audio after, after our meeting tonight or those who are listening live, you've got to get involved in your own state. Connect with each other. Come on this Thursday, next Thursday night meeting, and let's make a connection, get, get connected with the leaders. We're going to lay out a... Uh, we have, of course, zones. We've broken the nation up into six zones. So we're going to start off with the national leaders of the six zones and work down into those states and down into the federal districts uh, and uh, and start to work out and organize, and organize uh, really getting uh, initiated in every single county working in every state to get these committees to safety. 
Now, one of the first order of business is the Committee of Safety is to form the organization. Uh, you need a, a chairman, you need a co-chairman, you need a secretary, a treasurer, and you need a, uh, a chairman for the Committee of Correspondence, which is part of the Committee of Safety. Now, the person who is in charge of the Committee of Correspondence uh, will be the person responsible to seek out and find someone within the county that's willing to work with the Committee of Safety, especially during an emergency for the purpose of communications. And But they need to become a member of the Committee of Safety to come to the meetings. They need to really appreciate and understand the seriousness and, and the need for what we're doing in America here today uh, with this uh, system we're trying to set up. We're going to put together a book, uh, a booklet, or a piece of, you know, we'll have this information on a page, uh, but we'll have a, um, uh, a place where people can go, and it'll be a directory, just like we have on National Liberty Alliance right now. If you go up to National Liberty Alliance, you see our directory. Well, under our directory, we'll have something for the ham radio directory, and you'll be able to go out there and see the people uh, that are signing up on, in the committees of safeties within the certain counties, and we'll list them out by counties. But we'll also produce a book, uh, you know, a PDF, and we'll update that maybe on a weekly uh, basis. So when things go down, uh, you know, people should have a copy of that, an updated copy of the uh, that list of individuals and the call numbers and all that information. But we'll also put the information of what time uh, will come on for the national purposes. Uh, and probably probably every evening during an emergency, we'd come on to give the latest news, what's going on. And again, you know, people within the county would be reporting to the committee, would be reporting to the committee, to the, the committee of correspondence, which would be reporting, of course, with and to the person who's running the, the ham, uh, and who would then be able to get their time in to give the report of what's going on in the county and whatever vital information needs to get out there on a national level. Um, and so we're going to try to set this up as sophisticated as we can, but it's really going to be simply a list, a directory. And um, does that sound feasible, uh, Terry, on a way to try to organize the nation? Yeah, and that sounds feasible. There's a lot of details that aren't in there, and the devil will be in the details. But I want to say uh, on a more individual level, I want to say 12 volts, almost all hand gear is uh, set up to run on 12 volts except for the really big powerful machines that try to reach the moon or whatever so a regular car battery a regular car battery so a regular car battery well you charge it up when you have the sun and you use it all night if you have to but most right. car batteries drive a radio so we got to set long. that information up and uh, and lay that out and offer people maybe some places where they can go and buy something that's reasonable and what they need to be looking for to buy, and then people buy at whatever level they want to buy. Uh, but this is something, you know, this is as important as, uh, as making sure that you have food and silver. I mean, goodness, and water, uh, and uh, making sure that you're in a safe place. I mean, all of these things uh, are necessary. Communications is part of this. So what we'll do is I, I'm going to draw up a paper. Maybe I can get someone uh, in one of our committees uh, to to really draw something up, but if not, I'll draw it up and put the basics together, and then I'll get it to you, Terry, where you'll then fill in the details that I missed, um, and so that we can really make a viable plan and uh, and impose the unnecessary directory. Um, and, and again, uh, we're going to start uh, as soon as possible. I don't know when this will be, but hopefully within weeks to a month, uh, we're going to start testing the system and uh, uh, spend a little time uh, just to get small messages out. Uh, Gerard was talking about potentially running uh, our uh, program over him. Um, I don't know how often you got to come in and put certain information or how long you can run. What, what's the rules on that? I mean, we got a three-hour program. What would be the rules so if you wanted to try to remember. send it out? The, the rule is either easy to remember. It's at every 10 and at the end. So every 10 minutes, you have to identify your station that's sending out this information. And you have to listen and make sure that nobody wants to cut in. And then at the end of your communication, when you're done, you have to identify yourself. And so that, that puts in a little chink on it. But so well, maybe during our program, we can uh, put someone uh, in charge of that and uh, break in every 10 minutes to, would, uh, would it take 10 well, seconds, each, 20 seconds to make that? 
each t each ham that would relay the information on whatever frequency they're going to do, they would be carrying third-party traffic, and they would um, they would put that uh, call sign in there and break it for just a second, and then then carry on. Okay, so we'll have to uh, put this together and figure this out how this works. And this again, also by getting this out on on ham right now. Um, in the next couple of weeks or, or whatever, uh, just to be able to broadcast and for people to be able to go on him and, you know, we give them uh, uh, the information. Right Hold huh? on a second. You can't use the word broadcast. Broadcast okay. is what the TV stations and radios do. They expect no one to come back to them. We are transmitting. And when we okay. IT our transmitter, we receive information so that it's a two-way conversation. We cannot broadcast, but we can certainly transmit to uh, particular hams and, uh, and then have them, you know, answer back. And so we we're transmitting every 10 minutes, per se? You know, we have to let loose every 10 minutes and then transmit let again? Let loose 10 minutes, that's right. And uh, any other ham, you're, what you're doing is you're giving a break for anybody else to use the frequency. You're trying right. to cooperate. And when you think about it, that's a good idea. If I had somebody out and I just kept talking, 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 um, there's nobody else who'd come in and say, turn left. I wanted you to turn left five minutes ago, but you kept talking. Mm -hmm. so. All right. Well, you know the nature of our programming and what we're doing, and uh, we go through teaching and different things, but we'll see how we can possibly figure this out so that we can make a, a plan and – and and then also this would be also getting out to people that wouldn't normally find us and get more people involved in what we're doing. Again, we're reaching towards that critical mass, and this is also not only something that will benefit us, all of us at National Liberty Alliance and all the people that are working together, even in our own communities, to you know save this nation. Uh, it benefits all of us, uh, but it also tries to bring us closer to that critical mass and the critical mass is what we need to really accomplish our goal. Not only that, John, I agree with all of that, but uh, if you pick your frequencies right, you'll, you'll have people listening in from around the world listening to what you're doing here. And they'll right. say, like that. Okay, so let's, uh, you know, let's start talking about that during the week. Uh, you know, Gerard's the one that really needs to be communicating because he has some knowledge, but I need to be involved in this also, and we need to make a plan. Uh, so let's get communicating on that kind of a plan. All right. Uh, you want to take some more questions? If you like, whatever you want to do, John. Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, our next uh, person here. Uh, 720. Uh, you got a question or a comment concerning uh, him here or for Terry? I'm Ray Schwazo. What's your first name in your state? I'm sorry. Ray Schwazo, Southern Colorado, Antonito, Canadian. Okay. And the county of Conhouse, my Kidon, then. I'd like to join. To join what? National Liberty Alliance? We'll yeah. go to nationallibertyalliance.org, uh, and uh, if you want to become a member, just click the Join Up button and, uh, you know, become a member and uh, and start uh, taking our free courses and learning what's going on. Of course, we have these Monday night calls uh, every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time till midnight, So, and we have Thursday calls for the purpose of organizing, 9 p.m., again, the same room here, and... Um, and we've got lots of committees working, you know, get involved with a committee. You know, one of the things is once we get this new uh, welcoming uh, message up, the special welcoming message that you'll find under the welcome tab, uh, that should really, you know, uh, orient people to what we're doing, and prepare them and give them a good overall understanding. Sounds good. Okay. Any other questions or comments? No, I'm good. Okay, thank you. Okay, let's go to uh, Richard from Virginia. We'll go right ahead, Richard. Richard from Virginia.
Let me double check to make sure you've been unmuted. Let's try it now. Richard from Virginia. Can you hear? Try speaking, Richard. At least that's what it says. It's 434 number from Virginia. That should be what? Richard. I talked to him earlier this week. It was at uh, 4204, it looks like. Right. He's unmuted. Maybe he walked away. All right, let's leave him unmuted for right now. We'll go to Fred from California. Fred, go right ahead, Fred. I have a question about um, the ham radio system. I know the frequency allocations are bizarre. Is there a frequency allocated to uh, digital communications? Like uh, if I had an inverter for my computer to generate AC power from a battery, is there a, an attachment I can plug into my computer and digitally communicate? Absolutely. And, and you're, you're actually to allowed to use it just about anywhere. Uh, there are... Does it require a license? Yes. If you're going to do it in the hand bands, it requires a license. If you're going to but do not it to listen, hand, though, right? Not to listen, no. Right. But you can you can do that. Uh, there's even software programmable radios that will do anything that you can envision and make it do and program it to do. How do you set up an antenna on that? How does that work? Do you have to get some kind of an apparatus that you put into the USB or something to set up an antenna or something? Well, you usually have a little box that does some of the, um, the um, gosh, <laughs> I, I have gray hairs, John. <laughs> I'm getting older. <laughs> uh, but you, you have to have an antenna. You have to have a box that's listening on the radio frequencies, and the antenna goes to that box, and then coming out of the box is a uh, – is a uh, something that can talk to the computer. So you have to have a box that goes from radio signals to computer signals and back the other way from computer signals to radio signals. That used to be called a TNC, but there's actually uh, digital mobile radio and um, D-STARS that are completely digital radios that communicate with each other digitally, and they communicate uh, text and the voice all at the same time, and to I, I'm just getting started in that, so I can't say much about it. But it's uh, it's quite interesting what it does. Does, does that answer your question? Uh, part of it. I have another question. Let's say that I wanted a longer antenna for reception. Couldn't I just take a fishing pole with some kind of wire and throw it over a tree and tie it to the antenna and get a lot more reception? Uh, yes, but there's certain physical rules, and that's the nice thing about ham radio. Thanks for asking that question. That's excellent. Um, the study of ham radio and, and radio in general is the study of physics and nature's law. It's kind of the other side of what we're doing in the NLA. And to, you have to follow those laws. There are principles in radio that work. So it depends upon, you, you can hang a random wire, and they call it a random wire antenna, and it will pick up all kinds of things. But if you cut that antenna and load it up a certain way with um, um, with circuits, uh, you can tune it to where it's, it gets a particular frequency or a particular frequency band much better than all the other bands, which kind of gives you um, a step forward because you're eliminating some of the noise out there when you do that. So you're yeah. talking about iPhone 50 and, and attenuation and clipping and fuel length. Yeah, you, you, that is somewhat, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. But for other people out there, what it means is when you got that long wire, you just kind of clip it, clip it, clip it, maybe a quarter of an inch at a time until the frequency you want really blasts. Or you sit down and compute a formula 
and then uh, use a coil and a capacitor to tune it up and load it up to where to the frequency you want. Um, it can be done either way. If you if you just have a random wire or a dipole antenna, you're right. You have to kind of clip it down a little bit until you get it where you want it on the frequency you want. But can any wire receive any signal to a large extent? Yes. And what kind of interference do you get, like from uh, telephone poles carrying AC voltage? Uh, do you want to be parallel, or do you want to be 90 degrees from it? <laughs> You're getting into a lot of particulars that I can explain. but I, These I, are very simple things that people don't know unless they realize You're it. right. You're right. But not everybody wants to learn that right now. One I understand. To the idea of ham radio. Can uh, um, you? You're welcome to call me anytime, and I can talk about that till I'm blue in the face. But for right now, I think we need to stay on the the general topics. Is it possible to do what you're talking about? Is it better to cross it uh, rather than um, lay it parallel so that you don't have a lot of crosstalk? Absolutely, that's true. But but there's a lot more involved than just that. Yes, sir. I know there is, and I'm not trying to complicate the issues. I'm merely trying to generalize the generalize simplicity of common sense. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thanks a lot, uh, Fred. Let's see if we can get back to Richard from Virginia. You're still unmuted, Richard. Um, um, yeah. Can you hear me now? Go right ahead. All right. Uh, this is Terry. Uh, I went on Amazon uh, where I buy a lot of books, and they have four books listed uh, from the AWRL. Uh, one is a ham radio license manual with a, a basically a, a red color. Another one is a general class license manual uh, with a more overall blue color. And then a yes, ham... A uh, ham radio license manual with a CD. Yeah, and, okay. Uh, what, you, what uh, you're doing is you're going up through different uh, levels of what a ham license is. What you okay. want to get is the red one from 2014 that covers the uh, question pool that is good through 2018. June 2018, this question pool expires, and they will have another one ready at that time. And so the ham... The ham radio license manual, the red one, is 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 a starter. Right, it's technician manual. It's for technician. If you look way down at the bottom, there's some uh, check marks, and it says level one technician, level two general, level three amateur extra, and you want the one with the check mark in the level one technician. Box. Okay. So these, uh, you said thirty dollars. I think the most expensive one I'm seeing is twenty five. Great. You're doing better than I did. Okay, because I was also on uh, the uh, uh, AWRL uh, 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 site. Which, uh, well, I, I got both my computer and my iPad going, and uh, I wasn't quite finding. They got a bunch of books listed, but uh, not exactly the same as what the Amazon's got. True. Okay, thank you. That's all. You're welcome. Thank you. Good question. Okay, let's take our next caller. Uh, let me see. Let's try uh, 773. What's your first name and your state? Uh, Ray from Chicago. Okay, go right ahead, Ray. Uh, I've got a question, that, and it is, are laws really going to matter if uh, crap hits the fan? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Are radio laws really going to matter if everything goes to H? Uh, yes, uh, and and yes and no. Okay, I, I I think I see what you're saying. If there is no government, or if the government is uh, um, in a in a position to make it difficult, um, you have to. Do you have to follow what uh, the the rules are right now in Part 97? 
um, probably best if you do. It's kind of like driving a car. Is it better to, to stop at a red light or go at a red light? And I ask that rhetorically. Uh, everybody kind of follows the same rules, and everybody's a lot happier. As soon as you start doing things outside of what is, uh, ex- has been accepted, what's been agreed upon, this is something that's coordinated over the entire planet. K-I-0-R-E, my call sign. I'm the only one that can use that call sign. That's so they know where it's coming from. Um, if you play by the rules, everybody drives on the right side, not the left side, or, or vice versa in some other countries. It's important that we have some working um, rules or principles that allow us to de-conflict ourselves with everybody else. And when we do, then we, we all get a better use of the uh, available bandwidth because there's only a certain so, so much bandwidth out there that can be used. Does that answer your question? Um, not really, because I don't think any, everybody's going to be driving on the right side of the law. The lane, if uh, well, generally, I think I think what your question concerns is: Do you need a license to really participate in an emergency? And the answer to that is no. During these times, right now, of course, we'll need them, or we should get them. But not everybody needs to do that if they're going to be listeners. But uh, but the key thing is, is everybody does want to follow some kind of rules. Otherwise, you got some chaos. And and look, it's just like uh, what do they call those radios? The the CB radios. I remember back in the, the 70s and and uh, and even the 80s, it was very, very popular. And, of course, the truckers used that all the time. But I know where I was, it was kind of popular. Everybody was getting those CD radios. And uh, and everybody just kind of slid into the way things work, you know, and uh, they copied each other in protocol. And so that's going to be pretty much the same thing. People will have to follow the protocol. And as you're listening, you'll pick up protocol. And uh, and we'll continue, you know, it'll work that way. That's fine. But generally speaking, will you going to need a license to an emergency? Absolutely not. Uh, are you going to fall into protocol? I think it's the nature of people to try to, you know, I'd keep like uh, chaos out of the system. I'd like to say one thing, and that is uh, the rule exists in Part 97 that if life or property is threatened, anybody can pick up a ham radio and use it. Period. And that's the way the raw law is written right now. So if you feel that your life or your property is threatened, um, you can grab a radio from your buddy who just fell off a cliff and and ask for help. You can use that radio for that purpose, even though you don't have a license. Good answer. Okay. Does that okay. Let's take our next caller. Are you done uh, there, uh, Ray? Yes, I am. Okay. All right, there was a next caller in there. They're gone now, so let me just click the next button there. We'll kind of open if anybody wants to get into the queue. Yeah, I have a a quick question. Um, I see that, like for this Balfang or whatever they call it, little cheap radio, they do have USB cables available, and they have a little CD for software that goes with them. Is that used just for control of the radio, or does it allow you to use the computer to listen and control most of, the radio? Most of, them, most of them like that are to help program the radio. Some of these radios have four and 500 memories that you mm-hmm. can put all kinds of, of information in uh, right. for repeaters, different repeaters, different modes of operation, and all, all kinds of things. So I've had radios where I had all the repeaters around the state and then all the repeaters again around the state only with alternate um, side tones and things like that because mm-hmm. when it comes to a weather situation uh, like a tornado or something, they often change the side tones so that they don't hear anything but the people who are actually out doing the spotting. Uh, mm-hmm. So most of those are so that you can easily plug it into a computer and load up so I can take your radio and download your
In your towns, you have the different ham radio clubs. Go and talk to them. See if you can become a uh, an assistant, do whatever is necessary. Uh, I'm about losing my phone. These are just some ideas, but I'm so excited about taking my exam, and I love it that you're going to do it, but he's, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. You cannot broadcast. You can only transmit. And I'm like, you can't broadcast, I'm saying to the phone. So uh, you can only transmit. I'm learning. I'm a very much a beginner. But there is an easier way and a faster way for those people. I think the book's anywhere from 15 to $25. Taking the course at hamonline.com is $24. So I think it expedited and make it easier and saner for a lot of people in a shorter period of time. But there are hand clubs. I agree. We we should try. You can go up to awrl.org, and many hand clubs are listed up there. You might be able to find hand clubs in your local area. And nothing beats having what's called an Elmer. That's a mentor who's a ham. And, and will mentor you uh, to learn ham radio. Everybody learns different. Some people do it by the book. Some people do it online like you're doing. And other people, they have to have somebody telling them something. So they keep going to the club and talking to a particular Elmer and, until they get it. Uh, all of these are valid ways, and I think you're absolutely right. For different people, it's different ways. And I, I'm here to be a resource more than I am to teach everybody about ham radio because I know that it can't be done. And I think even with ham online, with the fact of the emergencies that we're all really knowing we're facing, ham online may do a special thing if there's two or three people from a town or an area that are willing to work together. They're very nice people to work with. They're holding my hands because... I'm doing three tests on August 9th, the tech, the general, and the extra. And I want to pass every one of them. Absolutely. And I'm doing three and four hours a day of studying for those three tests. They all overlap each other, so they're all helping me. So uh, my, I'm, uh, my point that I want to make is that none of us are stupid. We can learn, as you said, at the rate, the time, and the energy we can. An hour and a half a day will get you through this, and, and it depends upon your club. Our club does it the even months. Greenville does it the odd months. So it depends upon your club. Right, you said yeah. that that was uh, hamonline.com, right? Correct. Okay, because we'll look into that and we'll get that information up on the, the web page when we put it together on Ham Radio. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. That sounds like the way to go for a lot of people. So. Yeah, it's faster, it's, it's smoother, and they're very nice people. And if we tell them what it's for and what your community is, they're very. Com the thing about Ham Radio operators, I have a mentor. What he's talking about, I've had a mentor for three almost four years. He's seen me go to electronic school. He's seen me graduate. He's seen me go through this, and he's saying, so when are you taking the test? I said, I'll take it in August. But I'm not telling him I'm taking three of them. Because if I disappoint him, 
I don't want to disappoint him. I want to be proud of what I can do. Right. And that's what each of us can do. I, I, he stuck by me. So, and the other people in the club thought I was just a, a boobily, but I'm not a boobily. <laughs> All right, and we appreciate the information. Uh, let me go to the next caller because we only got about uh, 10 minutes left and we've got three callers still on the line. So, thank you. Yeah, my that. phone's done. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Bye bye. Okay, uh, Jan from Kansas. I got you now. You've been unmuted, Jan, from Kansas. Now you've been muted. Hmm. Let me try unmuting you again. Yep, you've been unmuted. Go right ahead. Jan? Maybe you muted yourself. Try star six. You're not unmuted to me. Yeah. Jan from Kansas. It looks like you came into the into the box. You know, there was some noise there. Try. Right, let me mute and then unmute you and see if that works. Yeah, try now, Jan. Jan from Kansas. We're not hearing anything. Is your mic plugged in? Okay. Well, I thought I heard something. Try it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go to the next caller. All right, let's go to uh, Peter from New York. Go right ahead, Peter. Hi, how are you? Good. I was, I was wondering, uh, does the uh, sheriff stations, do they have a specific... Um, now, they're on a, a, a police radio frequency, but is there a ham frequency specific that maybe we should be organizing like it, uh, for uh, marine radios there's uh, channel 16 on a CB channel 9 is monitored by the police well what you could do I think I know what you're talking about look at you know I bought one of these scanner radios it just receives it doesn't you, you don't you don't transmit on it but I could just receive and and it, it picks up what's called the trunk, which is all the emergency services. And if I go from one area to another, I guess it works itself out. But basically, uh, you can pick up all of the emer- anything that's going over police, fire, ambulance, uh, all of that stuff. And uh, and I guess even things outside of that particular categories, you know. Uh, but uh, but again, uh, you're probably talking about the trunk system that they have set up. It's it's a national system. Connecting yeah, to what's called the trunk. Even a, a protocol for radios may need to even be developed for like a special uh, lock channel. Uh, you know, you know committee. You know, like I say, there could be a, a safety committee lock channel. You know, every, every county, a trunk that every locks. county in every county and every state in the United States has those frequencies. And some of them are just for the sheriff, and you can listen to some of them, but they don't always tell you, and they don't always, um, you don't always know how they're hopping frequencies. So they do have some locked, you can call them locked. It's just that you don't know what their sequence is. You can figure it out, but uh, most people don't go to the trouble. Well, as long as they're, they're listening for us, so that well, if we have an emergency situation, I know what you're saying, and, yep. and what you have to do is you have to get in front of the sheriff and say, we would like to do this for you, sheriff. And you have to negotiate with the sheriff and your committee of correspondence in your committee of safety uh, to, to work out those details, and it's dependent upon the county. And sometimes counties interfere with each other. When that happens, You've got to deconflict yourself with the with those two counties. Those two counties have to deconflict themselves and come to some understanding of how the, the frequencies will be used. Can it be done? Yes. But is there something that you can say? Okay, everybody use this number. <laughs> no, 
it, it, it has to be worked out between the sheriffs of each county. Okay. Okay, let me go to the next caller because we only got a couple of minutes left. Uh, thanks, Peter. Um, okay, let's go to, uh, let's see, uh, it looks like Brian. Uh, what happened to Brian? Did I lose Brian? I guess I did. Okay, uh, Jan, we'll try Jan again from Kansas. Go right ahead, Jan. Okay, try it again. We can hear um, you now, Jan. Go right ahead. Good. 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 Um, what I was wrong? Wondered, what was wrong? What happened? <laughs> I don't know, but it was twice, wasn't it? It happened yeah. twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah trying to I don't know. Twice. I just kept trying. But I wondered if Terry would give us um, the names of some really uh, good brand names so that we don't get a lemon. Okay. The uh, Bofang stuff looks like it's pretty good. But uh, the hams that I've talked to say, yeah, you get what you pay for. They're cheap. So they, they cut some corners. It doesn't have everything they need. Uh, is that entirely true? Um, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the, the thing about hams is that they, uh, they say, oh, you've got to go choose that. You've got to decide how you're going to use the radio, how you're going to use frequencies, and you need to pick the radio that does everything you want to do. There are the big three or four are uh, Yesu, Y-E-A-S-U, uh, ICOM, I-C-O-M, and Kenwood, and there's a there's several others that uh, have been good in the past, and now they're not so good. There's good that weren't good in the past, but now they're really good, and it's just where you find it. The the key is is to uh, get somebody who can work with you and your situation. And we go back to the mentor, and the mentor is called an Elmer. So go back to your Elmer. Establish a good rapport with a ham club in your area. Go back to that Elmer and say, what can you advise me on? What's the good part of you're using that radio? Why? And and learn. Does that answer the question? I'm kind of dodging yeah, a little bit. No, it doesn't. That's perfect. Thanks a lot, Terry. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot, Dan. <clears throat> All right. Well, we've come to the end of our program, uh, so we're going to call it an evening. Thanks, everyone, for showing up. And uh, look, at, let's get involved. Let's uh, do what has to be done uh, to save this nation. Uh, time is short. Uh, we need to get involved. Every minute that you can give um, to this uh, purpose, uh, you should give. And, uh, and anybody who can support us uh, financially, be well appreciated. All right. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next uh, Monday, Lord willing. Thank you. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.